Hello and welcome from Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. This podcast you're about to hear was recorded at our Burrigan campus. So sit back, relax, and enjoy what God has to say to you. God, our Father, we thank you for this Christmas season. We thank you for the reminder of that first Christmas when Jesus came born into humble circumstances and yet as the one who is saviour of the world. We thank you, Lord, that we have freedom in our country to continue to celebrate these wonderful truths that have continued to change lives down through the centuries. And so, Lord, we ask you to meet with us this evening as we continue to celebrate, as we look into your word. Would you teach us and give us ears that are attentive to the promptings of your spirit? We pray in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. And good evening to you all, even right out there in the foyer. Welcome to you. Great to see so many here with us this evening, this afternoon, this evening. Well, kids, it's Christmas Eve. You don't need me to remind you of that, I'm sure. But uh, for the children here, that of course means that something very exciting is happening tonight. Something that involves a reindeer, a sleigh, perhaps the sound of jingling bells. As the song says, Santa Claus is coming to town. And so, of course, the arrival of Santa also means the arrival of Christmas presents under the tree, maybe the arrival of friends and relatives to your place tomorrow, the arrival of a table full of delicious, yummy food, which is all very exciting, isn't it? You know, when I was a little boy, um, I was always very excited, actually, on Christmas Eve. And I can remember going to bed and being very determined to stay awake so that I would be able to see Father Christmas when he came. And, uh, you know, every family has some different Christmas traditions, but the tradition in my family growing up was to have a, a, a sack. Well, actually, it was like a, it was a pillowcase, really, laid out on the end of the bed where I was sleeping. And Father Christmas would come during the night and fill up the sack with toys. It was very exciting. And the anticipation of that was just about uh, killing me. And uh, so one particular Christmas Eve, I decided I would just stay awake in my bed and sit up and uh, wait for him. Kids, I'd recommend that you do this tonight. Uh, (laughs) There's no kids at my place, you can tell. (laughs) Well, let me tell you the story, though. This particular Christmas Eve, I was sitting up in my bed waiting... And strangely, my mum kept creeping in (laughs) and peering around the side of the door to see if I was still awake. I was. (laughs) Time and time again. I'd give mum a wave and uh, she seemed a little annoyed. But I suppose she was just excited about Father Christmas coming as well. Anyway. No matter how hard I tried, I could not stay awake. The challenge is there for you kids, but I could not stay awake. Uh, (laughs) And uh, the next thing I knew, it was Christmas morning, and there at the end of my bed was a sack full of exciting new toys. Father Christmas had come. It's a wonderful time, Christmas. 
Well, that's an exciting part of Christmas, the arrival of Santa and presents. But you know, there's a much more important arrival that we celebrate at Christmas time, and that is the arrival of Jesus. And some of you older kids will know that this is the year 2023, but I wonder if you know why it's the year 2023. Well, I'm glad you asked. I'll, uh, I'll tell you. It's the year 2023 because it's 2,023 years since the day that Jesus was born. So what that tells us is that the arrival of Jesus must be just about the most important day of history because it literally divides our human history into two sections. Everything before that date of the arrival of Jesus, we refer to as BC or before Christ, and every year since is counted out and marked on the calendars that we use today. Our whole calendar revolves around the arrival, this marvellous arrival of Jesus. So the Bible tells us that in God's plan, there was a set time for this arrival. And we read about that in Galatians chapter 4. I'm going to just read just a few verses for you. This is a bit of a focal point for us this evening. This is uh, what it says. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship. Because you are his sons, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. So in God's master plan for humanity, there was a set time, an appointed time for the arrival of Jesus to come into the world. And the word for time here in the Greek is it's the Greek word chronos, which is where we get our word chronology. And so in other words, in the rolling out of time in history, there came an appointed time for Jesus to be born in squalid conditions to poor, uh, underprivileged parents. You know the story, there was no room in the inn, so Mary and Joseph were directed to a back shed where this baby, uh, born in obscurity, really, was laid in an animal food trough for a makeshift cot, and his parents named him Jesus. But this arrival, that would easily have gone unnoticed by the world, took place at a time that was set by God, it was an appointed time, and a time that did not go unnoticed by the heavenly realms. In fact, the angelic realm was very excited about this arrival. It was a time marked, as we've heard, by the appearance, appearance of a whole host of angels appearing to the shepherds on the hillside, all singing glory to God in the highest. And one of them spoke to the angels and said, today, on this day, at this set time, if you like, at this appointed time, a saviour has been born to you and he is Christ the Lord. John's Gospel, we read that the eternal word of God became flesh and dwelled among us in the form of this baby, in this form of the baby that would become the man Jesus of Nazareth. This is God's ultimate gift to humanity. The very gift of himself born into the world. And of course, the baby Jesus grew up to be the man Jesus who at the age of 30 
made this astonishing declaration. He said this, the time has come. The time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. The time has come. It's the same word again, but on this occasion, the word translated as time is not chronos, but in fact it is kairos, which means a, not a chronological time, but a critical moment or a moment of opportunity. The kingdom of God has come near. And so this Christmas, as we celebrate the the chronos, the historical arrival of Jesus, the chronos time of his coming, we also celebrate the kairos time that this represents. The kairos moment of opportunity to receive him personally. See, in this Galatians passage, there are two different arrivals. The first one, number one, is when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, the historical birth of Jesus the chronos time, the appointed time. But number two, it also says in verse six that God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. Kairos. God sent the spirit of God, the spirit of his son into our hearts. So the Bible is very clear. God's gift to the world of his son Jesus is a gift for everyone. But of course, not all receive this gift. There are many who reject God's gift, but to those who do receive him, those who believe in his name, he gives to those people the right to become children of God. It's the most extraordinary thing, the extraordinary gift that the Christmas story is ultimately about. This is the best possible gift you could ever receive, the gift of adoption into the family of God the gift of the Holy Spirit into your heart, the gift that stirs something deep within you, causing you to cry out, Abba, Father. Because you see, that word Abba was the Aramaic term for father that infants would learn very early in in their lives, the very first, very early realisation of a deep connection with their earthly father and they would cry out, Abba, Abba. And so it is when by faith, you receive the gift of eternal life. You discover a deep childlike cry of connection to God, to your heavenly Father. Abba, Father. Santa Claus is coming to town. That's good news. Well, it's probably good news. According to the song, you'd better watch out. It's all a bit menacing, actually. Uh, He knows if you've been bad or good. He's making a list. He's double-checking it, and his aim is to find out who's been naughty and who's been nice. His intent, of course, is to reward children who have behaved well. Maybe it's not such good news. I'm sure it is for all of the children here. It's wonderful news. But you know, ironically, Jesus takes the opposite approach. And those who know that they've made a bit of a mess of things are the ones who tend to be drawn to Jesus. Those who failed 
and they know it. Those who've made mistakes, those who've struggled, those who've done bad things, and they know it. They're the ones who are drawn to Jesus, but actually those who think they're doing just fine without God's help tend to reject Jesus. Religious people, actually. And you know you can be religious without ever setting foot in a church. Jesus also knows if you've been bad or good. But to those who've been bad, rather than striking you off the list, he offers his forgiveness. He offers his grace. He offers a fresh start. He offers an ongoing relationship with him where he will help you in your life. For those who receive him, the arrival of Jesus, the saviour of the world at Christmas time is truly good news. And this evening, in this Kairos moment of opportunity, in a simple act of faith, you can receive the most precious gift of all, the gift of the spirit of Jesus delivered straight to your heart. And you simply have to ask in faith. The words of the well-known carol say it so well. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin where meek souls will receive him still the dear Christ enters in. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for this beautiful reminder, this beautiful promise of Christmas, that for those who have not been good, you don't turn us away, that you receive us as we agree with you about the condition of our hearts, that you offer us your forgiveness. You offer us the gift of sonship, the gift of adoption, that we might become sons and daughters of the King, of the living God. The most wonderful gift of all this Christmas. And we give you thanks for it, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would open the hearts and minds of those here this evening who perhaps have never contemplated such a thing that the beautiful story of Christmas is that you reach out to each one with a gift of life life eternal, life in abundance these things we celebrate this Christmas with hearts full of thanks in Jesus wonderful name Amen Amen We hope you enjoyed this podcast brought to you from Mount Pleasant Baptist Church. Our prayer is that what was said today inspires you and strengthens you in your faith. If you would like to talk to someone about what you've heard today, you can contact the team during office hours on the number you can find on our website at mounties.org.au. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to having your company again soon. God bless.